everyone, it's Jukebox, and you're listening to the Maritime Milsim Podcast, brought to you by Rep4 Canada, Jester's Tactical Sports Centre, and Unanistan 3D Print and Cut. This week, the fellows review listener submissions based on field-focused topics, and Hooligan makes a special announcement on behalf of Bunker Flashbacks. Alright everyone, welcome to Maritime Milsim Podcast, episode 25. Oh man, 25, that's a quarter-life crisis. Oh, what? Man. Which means we're going to do like something crazy and wild, and then totally regret it and pay it off until we're like 40. That yeah, sounds like, like every weekend for me. <laughs> right? We're going to end up getting Camaros or Fords and drive them until they start on fire. No, that's your official midlife. Yeah, that's midlife. Oh, no, okay. quarter life is like everyone gets matching tattoos. Let's do it. Okay, I've already, to got do it too. I've already got a tattoo, so you guys have to get my tattoo because it's awesome. I've already got four tattoos. You guys should need to catch up with me. Hey, I got four as well. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but butterflies on your butt don't count. <laughs> no, it's the dolphin on my hip. <laughs> It's the frog's <laughs> footprints on my my ankle. He's got a speedball gun too. He's posting that <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so introducing nightmare with the butterfly or the dolphin on his hip with the speedball gun. With the speedball gun, and Jester from uh, Jester's Tattoo Sports Center in Ormukto, who has a tattoo that we all apparently need to get the same one. I'm going to assume it's his logo. He seems like that kind of person. It's very close, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah, I had the tattoo. Whoa. You're saying you've seen the tattoo. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to know where the tattoo is, but if you've seen it, I'd believe it. Oh, trust me. You want to see where it is. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Okay. So uh, I figured uh, for this week's topic, I think, uh, you know, we should talk about first strikes because it's not being talked about enough. No. What are you talking about? People are talking about first strikes. I know, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What is... Strike first. What is that? <laughs> it's that punch that you get at the beginning of the fight as long as you're the first one. I, I believe it's worth like an extra 50 points in the fight. Oh, okay. And when does that happen in paintball? Uh, when a... Uh, you know what? I'm not going to get into that because it's going to actually start a <laughs> That's going to start a whole new conversation. Yeah, and I, 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 this, this joke Focus. is going to get a running for me. Focus. Okay. No, uh, okay. You're in charge here. Focus. Hey, just him, eat your really? supper, bud. Just eat your supper. Uh, no, this week we're doing, uh, I posted up on, on the, uh, on the podcast's Facebook page, basically, uh, three questions, which was, uh, we wanted the opinions of small missions versus a big scenario, how to best color teams to prevent friendly fire, and, uh, do you prefer CQB or larger woods ball or, uh, open fields and why? And, uh, I also posted it on Reddit. Unfortunately, only one person replied on Reddit. Ooh, so, Reddit. Uh, I, I downvote Reddit. Oh, you can't downvote Reddit, man, because this guy, his, no word of a lie, his name is the Ginger Down Under. Okay, I'm going to upvote that. He's an, so, Austra- he's an Australian bush baller. Okay, so I'm glad you clarified that because <laughs> it sounded like he was a Ginger Down Under, as in, like, below his equator. <laughs> oh, well, hey, it could be. I don't know, man, he's a bush baller, so I don't, you take that the way you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aussies balling in the bush. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Reddit a shout out first. I'm gonna give Ginger Down Under the shout out first because he was the only one to reply on Reddit. Uh, he said he prefers small missions that tie together and interweave for the bigger picture, creating a large scale scenario. Nice. So he kind of read between the lines there. He didn't pick one or the other. He he picked the best of both worlds, I guess. Uh, as for uh, how to best uh, prevent friendly fire his reply was friendly fire isn't it's favorite quote for the new guys 
Uh, I think team marking should only be in it on the back, like a grab handle, and it's mainly there for the refs and the organizers. Uh, you don't need to announce loudly through markings on arms or hoppers if someone is a friend or foe. If you're near me and I'm not 100% sure you're dead or on my team, I'm pointing my marker at you until I figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, I mean, it's it's a little harsh. A little cold. I'm not sure if I want to be on his team or not be on his team. Well, you know, either, it's a, either way, you're going to get pointed at and you're probably going to get shot. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing on uh, on Monday. We explained to, oh, what was her name? I can't remember. Uh, the Bell little out. one there that had the X7. Yeah. Yeah. Bell she uh, yeah. She asked, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how do say, I know say. who to shoot? We <laughs> said, well, if they're pointing at you, shoot them. If they're yeah, behind they're you. Yeah, coming towards us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, he said he's definitely a larger field sort of player where tactics and maneuvers can be used. Some CQB fields kind of play like they're on rails and leave very little up to the players or the commanders. And often uh, the fastest gun or the most cover fire wins. Which okay. I could say, you know, I've played some smaller, very small fields that were just a lot of bunkers. And it was whichever team had the most speedball markers won. Because they just put the most paint down range until they eventually hit everybody. Aren't yeah, those teams just by volume? Right, exactly. So, uh, on to Facebook, which... I wasn't expecting this many replies, seeing as our last time we got, like, three. People like us now. Right? Uh, My Wookiee smells like cat food. <laughs> what? Wow, you totally mixed up two Ralph Wiggum quotes right there. Yeah. I blended them. Isn't that awesome? That was sweet. That's... No, that mix and match, it's gotta go. Okay, focus. Remix. <laughs> uh, what, what? Uh, since... Uh, since Guardian couldn't be on this week, uh, I probably should have announced it at the beginning. So Guardian's not here. Uh, he's still what? on so, Really? So, I thought he was. Uh, no. Guardian. <laughs> he, uh, like, Guardian? He's making the same amount of noise now that he normally does, so I oh. thought he was just kind of sitting there. Oh, look at that. Well, he's not even on, gets... and you're making fun of the guy. Shots fired. Well, until, Pew. He, until he gets to his, his you know, five minutes, then he goes on and on and gets his mic time. All right. So yeah. anyways. He, uh, During intermission. He posted on Facebook so that we could read what he wanted to say. So I figured Aww. I'd get that out of the way first. And uh, let me see. Uh, big events and small events, he find, I find missions and objectives can be used to enhance the player's experience. I enjoy large-scale events with missions, though I find the event flows better if the teams are divided into smaller squads, which allows for better communication. And additional side missions introduced during the games helps spice things up. Uh, Ooh, he likes it spicy. He likes it spicy. Uh, for solid <laughs> scenario events, keep calm. Uh, keep calm scenarios does it best for the mirror. To the mirror, Jesus, I can't read. For solid scenario events, keep calm scenarios does it the best for the Maritimes hands down, with the use of backstories, props, non-combative characters, and player roles and classes. Ooh, challenges on. There you go. I enjoy CQB and large-scale playing depends on the gear I am running and how the match unfolds. So that last line just sounded something out of like the dating game. I enjoy CQB and large-scale playing. And long watches on the beach. And long watches. watches getting caught in the rain. What are you watching on the beach, you... <laughs> I can do that. Sea turtle saving man. <laughs> uh, John Greencorn uh, said he likes the big scenario. Ribbons and tape is the only options I've ever used, and CQB because it's more of my play style being a, a speedballer. 
which, okay, I'll give him that. Um, I asked, I mentioned, I said, if you had a choice of anything else, what would you use for marking teams? He says, uh, I've seen ribbon uh, you can clip on your mask, and uh, he'd like to try that out in the Maritimes. So that way, you know, if you look at the guy or the girl, there's a big ribbon hanging off their face. Streamers. Yeah, that. So, I don't know if that would cut down on it or not, because then you'd still just get the same amount of people getting shot in the back. No, you do it on the front and the back. So you have it uh, hanging off the side or whatever, and then the strap in the back. Because that's mostly what happens is people get in front of their team, and, you know, if you can't identify them and they're right in front of you, what are you going to do? Apparently that last guy said that last guy said he was going to point his gun at you anyway. So, right. So, I don't know. I mean, I've I've pointed my marker at, at somebody I wasn't sure of and just sort of waited to see what color they were. And after a certain amount of time, if I couldn't figure it out, I just pulled the trigger because better him than me. Go ahead, make a move. So, anyways, um, Adam <laughs> Newton or Adam Newts Newton. I don't think that's his real name. Adam Newt Newton? Adam Newt's with a Z. Newton. With a Z? No, with a Z. Yeah. We're Canadian now. I'm just... We, we do have an international... Uh, that's true. Okay, so everyone, uh, for those Americans, Z means Z. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to make that perfectly clear, because Jester's concerned. Well, it's ZZ Top up here, right? We're going to start a war, I can feel yeah. it. Yeah, ZZ Top. So, uh, he says, the best kind of event, in my opinion, is having a large, a very large scenario event with a primary objective, but have smaller side missions to get points for your team. For these types of games, the best way I've seen players marked are with both color tape and plastic bands. Grunts get a single strip of tape on an arm and a band for the mask strap. Officers uh, have a stripe of tape on both arms and a band on their mask. As for the style of gameplay, I like both CQC and assault range styles. Good thing with paintball, more, speci- more specifically MagFed, is that markers are easily converted from CQC to mid to long range setups. And then, story. And then he actually says to the bottom, says, feel free to paraphrase my stupid long input. <laughs> well, Adam, I didn't paraphrase it. Because you are special, my friend. Yeah, and then Raza piped up. He says, well, good thing I read the comments first. I was about to type the same thing, except not as short. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks, Raza. Looking out for us, bud. Thanks. Somebody has to, man. <laughs> uh, Andrew Radcliffe says, I'm pretty new to the game and have only played smaller types. Uh, I like the potential for a quick turnaround time. If I get knocked out, then I don't have to wait long. I really want to try some larger scenarios, but I wonder how long I will have to wait before getting back into the game if I'm marked. I've watched some of Nightmare's YouTube videos, and I think those large scenarios look absolutely awesome. But if you're the first guy out, what the hell do you do? Go back to the staging area and reload one paintball back into your mag? I guess you're saving money on gas and balls, at least. <laughs> Balling on a budget. Balling on a budget. We need to make that trend on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> someday, man, someday. <laughs> Jeff Delaney says, I used to love big scenarios, but since I switched to my T-15, I appreciate the smaller close combat scenarios more. As far as color red tape has been the easiest to see in games I have played. See, the reason he probably likes the smaller games is because with the T-15, you can only get like one or two mags. Uh, uh, I've got him up to six mags now. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Good and I'm up to 11. All right. And he I only had to sell five. his firstborn child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, you had a BST, your firstborn child. Yeah, he, his wife might be listening, so let's not talk about that. Uh, <laughs> um. 
dead air. Dead air. Sorry, he he just saw a picture of a woman on the internet, and he just completely had a brain fart. No, not on yeah. the internet. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. We miss Guardian because he ensures there's never dead air. It's true. Uh, <laughs> so, somebody got filming. Is this Alexander or Alexand Alexand? The R and the E are backwards. Is that the way it's supposed to be? Alexander Bendro, something. I'm just gonna call him Bendro. There you go. That works. So Bendro. Uh, wrote in, love big games, but the field is a factor. Sometimes too small makes it hard to play the long games. CQB makes me nervous at times. Don't like being shot from too close. I can see that. Uh, I hated being shot in the neck at the bunker game. Big field play also reminds me of being a kid playing in the woods with friends. The keep calm games, like last year at CDA, are my favorite. You have time to run all over the field, multiple objectives, hidden gems, etc. Yeah, like Claymore's. <laughs> <laughs> I also like having games that are either a certain format like Pump or MagFed. I also do enjoy shooting ropes with something like an X7 or a TM15. I don't like the segregation in our sport. Paintball is experiencing a global low right now, and we need to stick together. Segregation. Uh, so why don't we take like two minutes to, to bring that up. Um, so with the growth of MagFed, with the emergence of MagFed, and uh, so many companies now actually... Uh, producing MagFed equipment. It does yep. feel like all of the sudden it's either you're MagFed or you're not, or you're Speedball or you're not. You know what I mean? And uh, I think it well, needs to stop. It was it was Speedball or Woodsball before. Right. Yeah. And now it's speed, Speedball, Woodsball, and MagFed. Or Pump. Pump is, on a, is having a reemergence as well. Yeah, but Pump still blends in with that MagFed side. Okay. So, we, so it's, it's called limited like, ammo. Yeah, limited ammo. Okay. That, that sounds cooler. Yeah. So. Way to go, Nightmare. That was a good one. That was a nightmare. <laughs> oh. Don't be giving him credit for crap he's not doing. <laughs> oh. Reaper did a ton of that last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we look at it, we all throw paint, but it's still that speedball sport as opposed to going into the woods to play. Right. So. If we look at it and say, okay, we're going to go with limited ammo games, cool, right on. If you don't have, like like I did with Hoth on Earth, if you didn't have a mag-fed game, a gun, a marker, we just threw a tack cap on it or a small 50-round hopper. Yeah. So it was still limited ammo. Then I think that's what people have to look at is, is okay, it's not mag-fed versus woods ball versus speeds ball. It's speedball, tactical stuff. And within the tactical side of it, we can have the large hoppers and we can have the limited ammo. And if guys want to play both, like I, I love rocking my T15 regardless of what is against me. If it can be hopper fed or it can be uh, other limited ammo players, I don't care. I'm out there to use that system and achieve whatever mission objectives I can get done. There. And what? Yeah. And, and once we all come together and you know, be united in this loving environment, we'll walk away stronger. Yeah, man. In the end, we're all shooting 68 caliber. Exactly. It doesn't matter what you're shooting it out of. We're all shooting the same thing. Or how don't forget those Splatmaster guys. No, forget those 50 cal Splatmaster <laughs> people. They're, they're, they're the younger. They're, no, no, no. They're yeah. done. They're done. Yeah. That's, they're you're crossing own. a line now. No, I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, yeah I, I think uh, a lot of people are starting to go, it seems to be especially the MagFed guys seem to be the most vocal 
who are just like Magvet is the ultimate form of paintball. It's the most badass, but et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's all badass. It's paintball in general is just plain badass. We yeah, pay it, to it, shoot it, and get shot at, right? Exactly. So what I want those hardcore Magvet guys to remember is that while yes, your marker looks super badass. Remember where we came from. Well. A lot of the MagFed guys will say one of a few things. They'll say either my marker looks really, really cool. I get to do the tactical stuff I always get to see. You know, you see in the movies or you see the military doing and you want to do that, but you don't want to be shot at. Um, or they say uh, the limited ammo thing. They're like, well, I, I, I play with limited ammo, so I'm I'm more skilled player. I challenge myself more. Uh, one, mm-hmm. speedball markers look badass on their own. It's like comparing, yeah. uh, you know, a... Uh, Old school muscle, like, it's like an old school muscle car that's got that classic charm to a brand new 2015 sports car. You know what I mean? I would say I would say it's like comparing a Lambo to a Jeep. Yeah, they both yeah, okay. have their function. Like a souped up Jeep is awesome for off roading and bunking around, and then like you said, a Lambo speeding around on the autobahn or f- just going through Italy, it's awesome on the high roads, right? Right, exactly. So when those guys say Way that to go. they're Good job, Nightmare. Thank you. I <laughs> got to do something right once in a while. Good call. Good save. Woo. Um, and then, you know, the one saying, well, I get to do that tactical stuff. Well, we were doing tactical stuff with the old school Titmans. Yeah. Right? Okay, we weren't loading mags from a mag vest or, you know, from our from our tack vest or anything. But, you know, look at Spec Ops Paintball back when they were a thing. They had that tactical side of woods ball, and they used hoppers, and it still looked wicked, and it still ran yep. awesome. And as for limited paint, you know, that's where it started. Pump started that, right? Paintball started with pump guns, then it moved into exactly. semi, and you know, so yep. the hardcore magfed guys that are being really loud, saying that their sport, that their way they play is the best way, you gotta cool it because it's all paintball. And that goes for everybody. That goes for the pump players, the speedball players, the woodsball players, whatever. You know, it's all paintball. And uh, if you want to have your mag-fed only games, that's wicked. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, nothing, nothing wrong nothing with at it. All. <laughs> but if you're one of those players who's going to sit there and refuse to play unless it's mag-fed only, then you need to just sell your gear and get out of the sport. Grow up. You're not helping the sport. Yeah, exactly. Although so, I do have a cool picture um, from this past Sunday. Uh, apparently I ended up in a trench with this guy. Uh, he's a hardcore speedballer and, uh, we ended up getting our picture taken together without either one of us knowing. Nice. Uh, I'm aiming to the right. He's aiming to the left. Uh, and he posted this really nice picture. It says when two sides of the sport come together, it makes it that much better. This photo was taken by Bendro PB photography. This picture was taken at SNL paintball field, hosting the paintball for kids, IWK charity event raising over $3,000. I love seeing the different sides of the sport grow for an awesome cause. Also meeting all the awesome people at the event was awesome as well. I can't wait to get more into the MagFed and give it a go. Also, I don't know who this is with the I do, also I don't know who this is in the trench with me. I never caught his <laughs> name. <laughs> Anyone able to help? Oh, looks like you're not famous enough yet. That's all right. I'm not in the same boys. That's you know, but, uh, the day that this podcast goes live, I will post, I will share this post on my Facebook page as well. So that way, anyone who wants to see this wicked cool picture can. It's yeah, probably one of my that. favorite pictures. Uh, also, that's awesome. Bendro, reach out to me, bud, because uh, 
I, th- I think we're, if you're going to uh, the game on the 31st, if you're going to the big game, then, you know. We, yes, uh, I do believe he will be there taking snaps. Wicked. So, Bender, get hold of me because I need some cool – We can. I want some cool snaps of, you know, me. I don't care about the other two. I'll show you where there's a really cool, cool hole on the field, too. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, so man. So you can help me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that or your face can break the fall. Oh, oh, now we're getting violent. Okay. Yeah, that, you, you know the hole. Yeah. Trust me. Uh, moving on. Um, moving on. on up. <laughs> moving on up. Michael DeSouza. DeSouza. Issa. Michael, I, I always script your last name. I'm sorry, bud. Um, it says, small missions are awesome if you have a team. I f- uh, sorry, hold on. He's, small missions sure. are awesome if you have a team, I feel, but many of us paintballers are looking for a little bit of our own glory, which can be carved from the chaos of a large game. As is said above, ribbons and tape. I'd love to see uniforms or costuming at some point, maybe post-apocalyptic raiders, aliens, or redcoats versus American revolutionaries. I prefer the large game as it is a game of patience and endurance than reflex. So the costuming thing would be kind of cool. I don't know I've ever heard of a field pulling off a stunt like that, but if a field were to happen to do that locally in the Maritimes, preferably like southern New Brunswick, that'd be cool. <laughs> hey, man, Cowboys, Banditos. You get half the team dressing up like Cowboys, half the teams dressing up like uh, Banditos. That's, that is true, but now... Were there, was there anybody who didn't dress up, though? Oh, yeah. There's always going to be people. Like, right, I mean, so. It costs money to dress yeah, up, but when but the majority of people get into it. Yeah, this would be mandatory is what he's talking about. Um, pure mandatory. That'd be expensive, man. Right. Not really. Well, <laughs> like, Dress up or you can't play. No, no, no. I mean, like, if the field supplied the costumes. Yeah, exactly. Raid Value Village. Raid Value Village. Right. Value <laughs> Village and Jinglers. Yeah. Frenchies, whatever. Just get it all done. Army Surplus. Jester's closet. Or Jester's <laughs> closet. You should see my closet. It I don't want to see your closet. Yeah. Keep your dresses to yourself, it. man. Hey, uh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Now? 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 Uh, now, now. All right, gentlemen. Yep, 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 yep. Woo! Come on, And all right, we've lost Jester. So Eric Mary says, small missions, so everyone is more focused on the objective and less spread out. Tape okay. everywhere on everything. That way you're colorful <laughs> from every angle, not just your right arm. Right. You look like the ultimate warrior running the out there. And CQB, hey. I play pump, and I find small CQB games are more fun. They aren't great when there's lots of speedball guns, but works on them snapshotting skills. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? You're running a pump or limited ammo of any kind going up against a speedballer. You just need to have that faster reflex of in and out. Uh, from behind that bunker, right? Snapping from different angles and hopefully catching them, uh, making a mistake. Exactly. So, um, for anyone else I didn't read. He just uh, didn't care. Well, it's just they're not. They're Okay, you know what? I'm just going to read them. Uh, <laughs> now he's going to suck up. <laughs> he's, I'm sorry. he's guilted into it. I didn't it. want to offend anybody. Um, they're, they're posted too late. Well, though. they're not posted too late, but they're just, they're, they're like one-liners, like, uh, Luke Ferguson, both CQB and Big Fields have pros and cons, but both to me are fun to play. The only true way to eliminate friendly fire would have different colored fill for teams. Mm-hmm. Actually, that'd be a neat idea. Different color paint depending on the team. We did that on Monday. We did do that. Mind you, it wasn't hard to know which team was which because there was like 25 of them and 6 of us. 
Well, there was a couple of spots where I was standing by you guys and they're like, okay, there's, there's Jester. Who's that with him? Can we shoot at them? And then I had to step away before they opened up on you guys. <laughs> you mean open up on you? Three steps to the right. Don't Actually, mind. they were using white paint and you guys were using yellow and I had more yellow on me than I did white. Well, that's just because they were new. It was, no, it was. Yeah, exactly. Too, it was just too good of an opportunity to pass up. You yeah, I'm just standing stand up in the, open. in the open, just pop up. Yeah. So, uh, and then Matthew Farrell, I've always enjoyed big scenario. However, I find the small missions can keep you more engaged. Matthew, you missed the other two points, bud. Come on. Yeah, focus. Seriously. One out of three is not bad. <laughs> That's 33%. It's a pass, right? <laughs> In America, maybe. Just uh, kidding, kidding. No, no hate, no hate. And then suddenly just nightmare subscribers just go in half. <laughs> Why do I only have two subs? What? <laughs> so and one uh, of them is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. My mom says I'm famous. <laughs> my, mom had, my mom had me tested. I was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Calm down there. Okay. I was okay. talking about you. That was, that was my night. Yeah, that was my nightmare's voice. You got to work on it. Yeah, work on it, buds. So. No, I don't want to. Go All on. right. It's not worth um, it. It's <laughs> not he, worth it. People jump in the trench and they don't know who he is, so why bother? Exactly, right? <laughs> He's not famous enough for some random guy to know who he is. I told you, man. I'm not in Mind you, fame. my... My attention span and for remembering people and faces is so bad. I could just like walk up and shake hands with Alabaster Slim, Reaper, A Train, Wolf, and everybody, and I wouldn't have a freaking clue who they were. Oh wow! Hey Nightmare, did you just get like feel this big heavy weight from all those awesome names that he just dropped on us? You know what? I was gonna say the exact same thing. I feel crushed. <laughs> they were just they were so heavy. I had to drop them. Oh, I just could pick them up. <laughs> Man. So those those aren't strings hanging off your shoulders. They're actual arms you can lift things with, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nathan, what's uh, what's your opinion as a field owner and or operator? I don't know who you're talking to because there's only Nightmare and Jester here. Oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> and you fail. <laughs> uh, Jester here feels, what was the question again? that's jester let's start with the first one small missions versus large scenario um i like small missions it's a fast pace of play you get more done and more chances to shoot people um big scenarios are cool if you've got a larger force to go against and if there's respawns and whatnot but my personal preference is mission-based get out get something done get back uh, see where it leads you for the next mission, get out there, do it again. And then you have even greater sense of accomplishment in the day. Cause you're like, just, you're just going all day, all day. You got that adrenaline going constant flow scenarios, like long ones. Yeah. You're in a bunker. You're protecting your room for a little bit. Okay. It's fun. Everybody else has moved on, but I have to hold this room for the next four hours because that's just what I have to do for the scenario. But mission based, okay. We've got 30 minutes to get out there, find this, do this. We got 45 minutes to get out there, capture this building, get the intelligence back. It's just fast, and you know, people with ADD, it uh, appeals to them. All right. What was, what was the question again? <laughs> uh, how do best color teams to prevent friendly fire? Uh, me, 
I like to see it on the back of the mask, a little bit of uh, trapping tape, that uh, fluorescent plastic tape or whatever, a mm. uh, couple on the arms, a couple on the marker around the hopper, just something specifically on the side and back, not on the front, but definitely on the back and side, so that way when people are coming up to the side of you or following you from behind, you're uh, you're covered. So you just want to like cover them in from head to toe and, and tape. No, no, just just a couple strips on the back and the shoulders. Okay, I must have toned it then. What? Nothing. Welcome. This is the Maritime Nielsen podcast. Uh, welcome. Oh, it's good to be here. It's good. Oh, we, we've started, have we? Yes. Now. No. All right. Uh, so you prefer CQB or the larger Whizball? See, I would like and will have. <laughs> um, Woods ball that incorporates some built up areas, so you have that CQB to it as well. It's cool to do both, and when you do mission base, you can do a morning of CQB or a morning of woods that leads you to the CQB field area, uh, and to have more missions in there. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Nightmare. What was the question again? Or do you want no, me to go first? Then you. Go no, first. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Deep uh, thoughts with nightmare. Dun, dun. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so <laughs> as far as the uh, small missions versus big scenario, I like. I, I'm. I hate to admit this, but I think Jester might be right. What? I, I know. Just, it taked my beer here. <laughs> <laughs> just knocked the whole beer over the keyboard. Ah oh, man. <laughs> but uh, it, I like smaller games over the big ones any day. Uh, I'm only taking about 140 rounds with me out to the field. Doesn't matter what the the mission, what the scenario is. 140. That's it. That's all. Balling on a budget. Uh, so when you're playing these big scenario games, if you don't have a ton of paint, then kind of just walk around from point A to point B, or just kind of trying to be that distraction. Kind of gets boring after a while. If you're going to be on the field for a long time, you're going to want to throw paint. Yeah. And that's just the nature of the beast. So I really like the small scenarios. Even if you take like a big scenario and break it up into small missions throughout the day. And then, you know, all the small missions turn out to equal out to the one large objective, which would be the determining factor of who wins and who loses. Uh, which Keepcom Scenarios does an amazing job with, like Bendro said. They're A-plus for that. Uh, also, having a GoPro camera on... It, I've been there where you're in a big scenario and all of a sudden, just before you make this awesome five-man surrender, Be-doo. your camera dies. Yeah, because yeah. you've been out yeah. there so long. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know your battery's not going to last for an hour and a half, two hours, of filming at a high frame rate, so it kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, the best way to prevent friendly fire, my favorite one is one I learned from uh, Mr. Alabaster Slim himself in one of his uh, earlier videos, is putting your tape or marker around your wrist. Uh, yeah. preferably your your offhand, so that way, if you do happen to be facing your team for whatever reason or in front of your team, all you have to do is wave your offhand, and hopefully they can see the bright yellow, green, orange, whatever, that you're waving around, yeah. and hopefully you don't get shot. Um, as far as CQB, larger woods, fi- woods ball fields go, I would like a combination of the two. A nice large woods ball field with a CQB element in there. Or what? multiple CQB elements. So basically, you know, you have your large forest, but within your large forest, you have a small town. 
or you have a few small towns or you have a fuel depot and you know so on and so forth and you just keep you're building on that you take you know instead of having one small village you have a bunch of little villages with lots of trees in between each one i think that's that's the way to go or a command center in the middle that you have to take the comms part out and everything yeah yeah kind of like mine i mean what Hey, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Last time I was at your field, it was just a bunch of uh, trenches snow dug in the snow. and trenches. It's, uh, you know, if you were to <laughs> come out to the field more often, you would actually see what was actually happening. Just saying. And you would see, you would see that our raid the river was actually kind of what we were talking about tonight so far, where it was missions based that built up to the bigger scenario. Because first, it was the downed um, pilot they had to kind of rescue, and then they found that there was enemy in their area a little bit of resistance, and then the next one just kind of pushed them back a bit. And every mission was just pushing them back and gaining more information until they finally pushed them back to their capital. And their last big uh, mission of the scenario was to just try to bust into the capital and wipe them all out. There and, you go. Yeah. And then with the, like, like you're agreeing with me and I'm agreeing with you, it's like we are almost equal I, on I, my, I think, my awesomeness. I think Still. Hoth just melted. I think so, because we are on fire, okay? We need to break out the aloe, because this is insane. Oh, man, this is going to burn. You guys done with the puns yet? Holy God. (laughs) Hey, hey, we're trying to be punny here, okay? Well, all right. Okay. (laughs) We don't have a parent or guardian here to hold us back, so. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that was good. We are off the chain. This is the hook. You see the hook? See the hook? And we're off of it. What? Picture that. What? <laughs> Ninja smoke now. Poof. Dropping the mic. No, that's when the show's over. Oh, okay. I'm picking it back up. <laughs> okay. Dust it off now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know what's really funny is that we... I'm I'm Jester, your nightmare, but it's the hooligan who's actually trying to mediate all this. That's because the hooligan just finished driving for five hours and and I don't know how to think straight. But you know what that sounds like? Yeah, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah, a big you problem. Maybe you should pick <laughs> up some of those names you drop, dust them off. And <laughs> oh, them no, his arms are too sore from uh, picking them up the first time. That's why he had to drop those names in the first place. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you feel better now? Oh, I do. No. Okay. <laughs> I do. I feel much better. So I, I guess we feel better now. Uh, for me, with the small mission versus big scenario. Uh, Nobody asked you. Yeah, I do. I know. I so, Hooligan, me. how do we you feel on. about these questions? Yes. There, now somebody's asked you. Yes, yes, Hooligan. Tell us how you feel. Do you want, do you want some therapy in a bottle? I've got plenty <laughs> of therapy in a bottle. <laughs> plenty of vitamin W. Oh, the things we talk about before we actually come on live. Yep. Are we live now? We're live? Oh, crap. We are live. No, we're not. I wish we were live. We're going to be live soon. I think we're going to play with that idea. I think we're gonna you actually pushed the button? I heard you've done that I, I, I didn't push the button. I made that mistake once. Once? <laughs> only once. Only once. Double checking? Yeah, only once. <laughs> Aren't so, you supposed to be answering questions right now? I am. So, with the small mission versus big scenario... Uh, I'm a fan of actually combining the two. I like the idea of a small missions based around a larger scenario. Uh, so, uh, basically, actually, I really enjoyed what, what Jester had done on, uh, Raid the River and on Monday, which was just, was it Best Buy's Best Day? Yep. 
we did a corporate uh, team building event for Best Buy Fredericton, and uh, you were there. I was there. I was part of the Op Force. It was really cool. Uh, so I really like the idea of there being two teams and one on the field that never came off the field. We actually had our own air supply and our own paint supply on the field, and we never came off. And uh, what was really cool was when the uh, Best Buy guys and girls, when those people uh, would finish that 20 or 30 minute round and they'd go back up to re-air and uh, refill their hoppers and whatnot, we'd rearrange the field on them. We had power drills and saws and we'd take like 15, 20 minutes and we would literally rearrange the field and build new bunkers or move them. Well, I can just see them now. They're sitting in the staging area going... The hell is that? Don't worry about it. Right. So uh, the first game, they we had bunkers spaced out here and there, and then uh, the second game they showed up and we had combined several bunkers into or uh, small bunkers into two larger. Well, they almost looked like tiny fortresses, and uh, it was really cool. I, I really liked that because they had to. Uh, it all added up to one big scenario at the end, and they had to change their tactics on the fly. They couldn't just come off the field and go, okay, next time I'm going to go down this lane because this will happen. And it doesn't happen that way because by the time they get down there, I've put a bunker up where it wasn't before. Yeah, it was literally a new field every time. Yeah, really cool. Uh, we were kind of nice. We, we decided to actually stand on their side of the field and look in and go, okay, they need a bunker here and they need one here uh, a few times just because we didn't want to... A lot of them were new to the sport, and we didn't want to just make them hate every minute of it. So Yeah, uh, you guys were given guidelines of, okay, the first time they come out, it's going to be this, it's going to be easy. And then by the end of the day, um, I think you guys were realizing that maybe it was, had been a little too easy because they were getting pretty cocky and pretty... Uh, yeah, we had to turn it all the way up because their first game, I've never seen people who's their first time playing play this aggressively. Um Unfortunately, they might have gotten a little too aggressive, but like I said, brand new players, and they were pushing the field hard. Like We went in with the mindset of these are rental players. They're just going to show up, hide behind the closest bunker, and sit there for the whole game until we bunker them or we get close enough to, to tag them from the side. And we were so wrong. Oh, yeah. They sprinted and, up on us, and I think two or three of us, they bunkered us. Like They actually made yeah. us surrender. It was pretty good because when you guys were first down there, we, as soon as they came to the field, we gave them their gear and then took them right over to the movement box and started instructing them on the movement and how to conceal themselves behind bunkers, not stand on front of them or to the sides of them. And they had about 45 minutes of instruction before they even hit the field. So, surprise! So, yeah, well, it, that definitely gave them some confidence. And I think more fields should, if they have the time, or they should make the time, to uh, instruct the newer players on how the paintball gun works, what its range is, what its kind of accuracy is, and how to actually move from bunker to bunker. A lot of new players jump into this game and they don't really know what they're doing. They're just sort of doing what they think is the right thing to do. And, you know, sometimes they can just get, you know, stuck in a spot because there's more experienced players just lobbing that one or two paintballs just to keep their heads down the whole game. And there goes 30 minutes of hiding behind a piece of a piece of plywood. Oh, yeah. But, and then it came to a point where... Uh, as they're progressing, I think it was the fourth fourth or fifth mission, we said, okay, I split them up into uh, three elements. So there was a left flank, right flank, and then the ones that were coming straight up the middle just to decoy you guys. Um, and they took those jobs very seriously and were fighting with each other. No, no, I 
in the respawn area, they're like, no, no, I was in the center. I'm going back to the center. You go back to the left flank. And yeah. uh, it was pretty cool. They were, they had a blast. They were some, they were some really cool people out there. And if Nightmare ever shows up, he'll enjoy it too. Yeah. Yeah, if he ever gets a chance to uh, to play at the field again. Someday. Hopefully. So, so someday Hopefully. I'll put some, some gas in the car and yeah. see where it takes me. Yeah. Big hint there, bud. Big hint. <laughs> uh, so, Big hint. What are you talking about? Don't worry about it. So uh, as is the best way to color teams to prevent friendly fire, uh, other than, I think, just hanging ribbons and tape off of people, there's no other real way to do it uh, without defeating the purpose of hiding behind brush and, and trying to like stalk through the woods. You know, I mean, you could put a big blue jersey on one person, a big red jersey on another, and they'll know for sure which team's which, but... Yeah, exactly. You know, you'll be able to see them from the starting point. So I think uh, I think colored fill might be cool on some scenarios. You know, if you get hit with a certain color, um, I wouldn't necessarily say that you're you're not out because like uh, <laughs> like somebody said. Well, was the, I think the idea you're missing the idea is to not get hit by friendly fire. Well, that's what I mean. He's like, uh, oh, what was it? The ginger down under mentioned. He said friendly fire isn't. So maybe yeah. if you added a. Uh, Medic aspect, you know, like the medic can can bring it back from friendly fire, but he can't from non-friendly fire or something like that. I don't know. Just tell you some ideas, but uh, I know just a single armband is definitely not enough. There's been plenty of times where firefights have broken out between teammates because they didn't see the the armband, and and one group got turned around. So <laughs> honestly, I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll leave that one up to the field operators to uh, experiment with and hopefully somebody will come across like the the perfect way of doing it and and as for cqb or larger woods ball i'm a huge fan of both what i'd like to see is uh not just small towns inside of a larger wooded area or a larger uh, field uh, but i'd like to see what i really enjoyed uh, pei example uh, end of days with crossfire I really like the idea of having a large-scale open field with, you know, some uh, a few bunkers here and there. But then you actually made it through a doorway of a building, and then it was a totally different game. Oh yeah. It was no longer just everyone lobbying paint in a general direction, as it was. You got to check your corners because somebody's probably hiding somewhere, and you know the the adrenaline goes up because it's no longer oh I'm gonna get hit with a paintball and I'm out. It's more like I'm gonna get hit with a paintball and it's probably gonna hurt a lot more than normal. And I'd rather inflict that pain on somebody else than than take it. You remember that objective that was hidden in a far back room in a dark room that nobody could see unless you had a flashlight. Yeah. So to shout out to anyone going to uh, the Hunger Games <laughs> game, bring a flashlight. Yeah, bring a flashlight. I'm not joking. Bring a flashlight. Uh, both strap one to the marker and one to like the side of your head because yeah. you're gonna need it. It's kind of funny, though. Uh, while we were playing, uh, my fiance was in the staging area talking to some of the other uh, girlfriends that were hanging out. <laughs> and this this one happened to mention that her, her boyfriend was playing. And two weeks before the event, he's like, I'm going to buy a flashlight to put on my gun. And she made fun of him up, down, left, right, and center. Like, why do you need to do that? <laughs> Turns out he was one of the only guys to show up with a flashlight and founded the objective. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, so he was like, yeah, so my flashlight worked. Side note, don't put it on your head because people aim at flashlights, so put it on your marker. Okay. Taking it from professional there. Put, put it, it on, on your marker. Like, 
Yeah. What's that new thing now where they're like they're it's like attached to your attack vest on your shoulders or something? I don't know. I've seen that somewhere. I don't know where. No, nobody knows. <laughs> no. Okay. Cricket. Cricket. Uh, so yeah, that's don't my. Don't feed the uh, troll. That's my answer on those three things. So uh, I don't know. You guys got anything else to add? No, because it took you long enough. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Where's Gary? I mean, bring him back. Way, and take all the way slack. to go. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we'll see if I help the field next time. You had fun. Is it just me or your voice just totally cracked? It did. Nice. So, if you're really listening, I am. No, no, I offended him. I'm, I'm, I'm cracking up because I'm just, I'm holding back tears. <laughs> My girlfriend's gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, no, it happens. Voice cracks every once in a while. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so uh, what, a, what a segue. My voice cracks a lot. Yeah, it does. It actually does. True uh, story. First time on the podcast, though. I'm impressed. It's taken this long for it to happen. So uh, maintenance tip. Maintenance tip for May. Uh, Nightmare, you had a bunch of good ones that I sort of half read because I was doing 120 down the highway. Half read? What? That's not fair. You're supposed to take your complete attention off the road to read what I put on Facebook. Yes, yeah, about that. Yeah, that's that's the same thing to do. So, yeah. So, uh, what was it again? What did you have? Ah, uh, well, uh, my maintenance tip uh, for this week is make sure all your little screws on your marker get tightened down once in a while. Uh, over time, especially the little hex screws like to back off. Uh, we were playing some... Uh, CQB games over uh, actually on Monday up at Hypersports and right in the start of the game I took two shots and all of a sudden my bolt wasn't cycling back any anymore uh, so I literally had to cock it and I was firing one ball would go cock it again fire it again one ball would go I'm like okay this is ridiculous uh, so I thought I fixed it two or three times found the issue nothing so eventually I found out a tiny hex screw backed out of the side of my bolt and it decided to wedge itself against the inside of my upper receiver. Ooh. So basically, I'd fire and the bolt would shoot forward and it'd be so jammed in there that it wouldn't cycle back. Uh, so needless to say, the inside of my upper receiver looks pretty haggard right now. I'd say. Uh, but uh, no, it's, it's working absolutely fine now. Uh, just cosmetic damage on the inside. But tight, yeah, man, just tighten up all your little screws. If, even if it's a screw you think will never come loose... When you're doing your cleaning, doing your maintenance, even if it's just your uh, once-a-year maintenance, go through, find every little hex screw that you can, and just give it a good little tighten-up. Uh, honestly, I never thought this little screw was going to ever back out, and here it was causing me some major issues on, on the weekend. I have a question for your maintenance tip. Would you maybe recommend beneficially to do it before a game, every game? No. No, not to check the... Ain't nobody got time for that. Before a game. Battle Nobody prep. got time for that. Nobody's got time to do it the day nope. before they go nope. to an event. No, nope. nope. oh, okay. Nope. I just no, no. Nope. Nope. Once a year, that's it. No, nope. once a year. Okay, so every May, Nightmare is saying, listen closely, everyone. Tighten your bolts. Once every May. <laughs> <laughs> Only during maintenance May. That's it. That's it. And if you if you do it outside of maintenance May, you are wrong. Yeah, if you do any maintenance outside of maintenance May, just. BST your gear. Talk to Guardian, he'll get rid of it for you. 
one dollar OBO. That is it. That is yeah. all. No, but really, you you probably should tighten all your your bolts and nuts and screws and everything you can whenever you get a chance to. Just a. I've been using my marker for almost six, seven, eight months now, and this is the first time it's backed out on me. So, what might look fine might actually not be. My tip. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what? Just that you trailed off. I thought you were just literally gonna. He's like that's, ramble that, off into nothing. That's my tip. That's my tip. maintenance tip. Yeah, maintenance tip. Maintenance tip. Maintenance tip. Ma No. All right. No. So yeah, that's actually a wicked tip. Is just double checking all your gear. <laughs> really? What? Nothing. So I was saying it's actually a, a legitimately good maintenance tip to literally just check everything in the marker before a game. <laughs> literally good, literally. Literally good. I'm tired, man. So I should good. not be it's... recording this. <laughs> this is brutal. I'm I'm in absolute torture right now. See, people like it when we screw up. They think it's funny. I think yeah. it's funny. <laughs> I also think it's, you know... The title for this episode will be "Uh, Needs a Nap" and this, "Nightmare and Jester Run Wild." Pretty much, you know what this this needs to be a bunker flashback <laughs> of what just us sitting at our computers talking. Pretty much, except you look tired as all heck, and we're just letting loose, shooting Red Bulls and vodkas and just <laughs> yeah, Red Bull and vodka <laughs> everywhere, blow sticks in our hands. Yeah, What kind of raves have you been to, Jester? Foreign ones. <laughs> foreign ones. Uh, I've heard stories of the Bosnian raves. Bring your gerbil. What? What? Uh, it's, I was talking about Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> Same diff. <laughs> yeah, man. Newfoundlanders are right, a party. What's what's our next topic? Um, we don't really have another topic. <laughs> we uh, let's go to our live chat. Oh wait. Oh, we don't have that yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Someday. I'm going to get on to that. That's actually why Guardian's not here. He got himself trapped in his computer trying to set up our live chat. Trapped in his computer. It's like a... He tried to figure out how to use Twitter and, and hurt his head. Got sucked. Yeah, he got sucked into the Tron Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> He's currently uh, just kicking ass at, at uh, light cycling right now. Just <laughs> destroying everybody. It's, it's wicked. Uh, I don't know. Guy. He's more like a Call of Duty guy. Oh, he's he's actually stuck on the pedal themselves uh, light cycles. Pedaling <laughs> away, trying to keep up. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, but you know what I want to know? What do you want to know? From our listeners, who here, or out there, I should say, right there. went to Living Legends 8. Oh, yeah. Because right now, I'm staring at an awesome picture of Alabaster Slim making a wicked dive center field for the, oh, I don't even know what that thing is called, the windmill or? Uh, the slapstick. The slapstick, that's it. And he's got his pistol out, and he's midair and slapping it some good. My God, man. Sick picture. Absolutely <laughs> sick picture. Yes, uh, and actually, um, speaking of that, pictures? that was from Pistols for, uh, Photography. Okay. Pistol Photography, yeah. Uh, so he only takes pictures of pistols? Apparently. Yeah, it's all he does, just pistol pictures. Okay. Um, pistol pics? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's also, right. I not touching that one. That, so that's, what <laughs> that's what everybody sends these days on uh, on the on the on that on that Facebook. The book face uh, thing there. The book face Instagram, Snapchat, Chat Snap, whatever it is. The Twitter. I'm 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 twittering on my Twitter. <laughs> um. Actually, I'm going to post a video on the podcast page because it's it's absolutely amazing. Uh, from Living Legends, it actually shows uh, how is the slow mo ball hits. No, it's no? actually a guy diving for the slapstick, and when he hits the ground, his mask comes up, <gasps> and he gets dive tackled by six refs. No, to protect him. Literally, nice. they, wow. and, and it's not even like graceful. The, his he goes down, he curls, and then it's just like dog pile. On this That's guy, cool. wow. while while one ref is like waving his hands, telling everyone to stop shooting, um, while they're covering this guy's, well, basically, I think they went to just cover his face, but they ended up covering his whole body. That's awesome, man. Refs, That's, props to the refs on that. Yeah, but mad meanwhile, props. his mask has been driven deep into his <laughs> eye sockets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. The refs did more damage than a paintball ever would. But at least they tried. They tried, right? Like there you the go. Tar- Toronto Maple Leafs, they try. God rest his soul. Uh, Reaper, it's Reapers now, so. Yeah, yeah so I'm posting this on the right. podcast page because it's it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I saw some sweet pics there, too. Unani Stan's got some on his... Uh, <laughs> his dual-wielding dams. Yeah, with his great big blue <laughs> scuba tank, which is totally tactical. That's awesome. You don't need to be tactical when you got that much paint. It's yeah, no true. doubt, eh? Right? You're just the Terminator at that point. Yeah. It, it, there's nothing else to do, right? Nobody could stop you. I've compulsed Alcana. Don't even need to run. You could just casually walk into an area and annihilate everything. <laughs> and, and that man, did he even play paintball that, at Living Legends? Because every time he turned around, he was just taking selfies. I know, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I think he jumped in one game and just took all the pictures there and posted them all week. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's finish up with the last thing. I want to give uh, a big shout out to uh, Bunker Flashbacks. Bunker so, flashbacks. Bunker flashbacks. Woo! So uh, the uh, the voice of our intro is done by uh, Jukebox. Jukebox. Painful by Jukebox. And, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. I just found out today too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Jukebox and uh, long time friend, I guess. Not really long time. Good friend though. Of uh, of the podcast is uh, cheesy paintballer. Wow. Diminished their friendship quickly, didn't you? Well, I've only known her for like a year. Not even. Known her for a couple of months. Anyways, back to what I was saying. So they uh, they started doing comics of paintball stories because everybody's got a paintball story and everybody tells the story. Uh, Wrong. Yeah, slightly, eh? Every time it just becomes more and more epic. So they decided to uh, to do comics. One-page comics based on on your paintball story. So you tell them the story and they make this... Really bright, colorful, vibrant comic. It's it's of their own style. It's not like an anime. It's not like a Marvel comic or a DC comic. It's just theirs. It's just original. And uh, so far, they've gotten four comics out. They just released the fourth one uh, while we're recording this. Uh, but I wanted to congratulate them because they're being picked up by Badlands Paintball. Woo, who Badlands. is doing uh, a monthly newsletter and will be featuring an exclusive... Uh, bunker flashback comic every month so this comic will not be posted on their facebook page it won't be fo- posted anywhere except it'll be exclusive exclusive to badlands's uh newsletter i said it better 
right. exclusive. Exclusive. No? In a world where you want to read bunker flashbacks to Ooh. find the latest exclusive, you must go to Badlands. No, to the Badlands. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you just ruined be... it. You nope. made that awkward. No, I didn't. No, you made it awkward by letting it become awkward. No, no, this is so awkward. We're gonna wrap it up now. <laughs> uh, that's just it. It, it. The awkwardness level has just exceeded its maximum threshold. Actually, so, what it is is somebody found his blankie and needs to go have a nap. Something like that. So, anyways, <laughs> cutting you guys off. Keep, um, keep going now. Bunker flashbacks. If you haven't checked them out yet, uh, they're on Facebook. Literally, it's just bunker flashbacks, and uh, they're all of their comics are, are really funny. They take the most, uh, I want to say, epic and funny stories. Just it's not just your standard like I went for the flag and I got it stories. It's no something funny happened or something uh, badass happened and they uh, they got that on on comic, not on film. So it's it's on comic, and they're definitely worth checking out. If you haven't liked them yet, you are wrong. So wrong. They yeah. are pretty funny. I'm reading the, I'm reading the current one right now. It's right and uh, hilarious. the current one's for Raza. So, uh, I'm sure Roz has already read it half a dozen times by now. Oh, he's probably shared it like four times. Oh, easy. Easy. He's, uh, he's pretty excited yeah. about it. He sent it in. It was funny because, uh, in the comic there is, um, uh, I don't want to give it away, but there was, uh, a prop used and, uh, I actually <laughs> was asked, like, is, is this what he means or is it a paintball gun? And it wasn't a paintball gun. So... It's it worth the big, read. purple, and floppy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he actually read it to me three times while you were talking, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, wicked comic, though. I love it. It's it's funny. They're always a good laugh, so. Oh, yeah, man. Check them out. They, oh, you, yeah. they, deserve, they deserve the likes. You can tell oh, yeah. it takes time to make these things. They're not just uh, slapped together. No, it does, they're uh, not thick figures, okay? They're actual, legit comics. Yeah. Legit. Yeah, they're, they're not little stick figures. It's not, like anything half-assed and it's it's drawn by jukebox who then sends it over to uh cheesy to be colored in and shaded so it's you know it's good to, it's good stuff anyways because i'm exhausted i'm just gonna keep rambling and uh nightmare needs to go for a nap you know it man tactical <laughs> nap thank you tactical nap tactical tactical nine hour nap <laughs> you know it man when you got a kid tactical naps oh yeah um, buddy you sleep when they're sleeping if you're not, it's, you're wrong. Exactly. Always have energy. I um, learned that with my boys. All right, fellas, it was fun. It's a good time. Uh, and we'll do it again next uh, week. Guardian wasn't here. Yeah, uh, we got away <laughs> with a lot of stuff. Nah, no guardians this time. <laughs> so until next week. <laughs> cheers. Next week. <laughs> hey, mate. What next week? Same nah. channel. Now, 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 next week. No, not now, then. Because then is now, and now is then. Now? Now. Now. Now.